0: Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast.
1: It's all connected. Everything.
0: Hey there, everybody. This is Russ. Before you listen to episode 123, which is coming up, I just wanted to give a quick programming note. Uh, This episode, the reason it took so long, we recorded this over a month ago on Infinity War, and the recording had all kinds of technical issues. As you'll see, the first 17 minutes or so, uh, it was picking up my webcam microphone instead of my fancy microphone I normally podcast with. Uh, So the audio is going to come a little rough on my side the other side of the conversation was fine uh and then it kind of evens out but uh we were about halfway through the recording and the recorder stopped we had to restart it so it's it's been kind of a labor of hate to piece all this together uh to bring you our very very much overdue Infinity War review um but I know I've said this before but we are going to be back on track after this as As I've pieced this episode and post it, uh, Daryl Taylor and I are about to record an episode to catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, um, and any of the news that's come out. And then we should have the full crew back together soon, uh, and next week Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out. So uh, again, apologies for kind of the odd scheduling and then the the huge gap, but uh, technical issues and work travel and life uh, have kind of made it difficult to get this one posted, um, but sit back and enjoy it's all connected episode one twenty three Hello and welcome back to it's all connected episode one, two three. I just like saying one, two three and enough <laughs> uh, with this is Russ and with me is Daryl Taylor and Brad Milo. hey guys hey so it' it's been a lot longer than I anticipated. Uh, To to get us back together and record, it's just just scheduling and everything. Work has been kind of crazy for me, and uh, scheduling has been a bit nuts. Um,
2: Yeah, I've been a bit crazy busy at work, too.
0: Yeah, I think that's going around, so we're going
2: to... It's a good thing, though.
0: Yeah, it's better, as I say, better than the alternative.
3: Yeah, unemployment is not fun.
2: No,
0: it is not. But yeah, so we're we're just going to talk Infinity War tonight. We've got a lot of catching up to do with... Agents of Shield with Jessica Jones with just a bunch of news and stuff, uh, and we'll cover that at a at a later date. But we just it's been um, four weeks since Infinity War came out, so we thought we should probably talk about that. Um, which I kind of like giving it a little breathing room because then we can talk numbers. I like to talk the the, the numbers, so we can uh, mm-hmm. we there. I'm sure they're
2: insane there. too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And despite what uh, Daryl had prepped for, we are not going to be naming every person that uh, is either alive or dead. Uh, oh, man. More, so. You can save oh, your man. monster energy drinks for uh, for another day.
3: I can make up things that Groot really said off camera. <laughs> as long as Korg is still alive,
2: that's all I care about. According I don't know if he's still alive. Valkyrie, then all those According world, to Kevin Feige, I think he said they're still alive. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I just want to know how he got off that ship before it blew. That's the main uh, question.
3: I, I, To where?
2: I don't know. Anywhere <laughs> off the ship. If he was on the ship, it blew up and he died. But if Kevin Feige says he's alive, that means he got off the ship. That's what I want to know how. We'll leave it
3: to Taika T V and the upcoming four. Uh, like he, like four. he's going to give you details. <laughs> he better that, that man don't give details. I saw that movie. He don't give he, details. Another be little bit from Court that he goes, hey man, hey so, man, hey, we got a yeah. big part. <laughs> That'll be that. Want to come?
2: <laughs> hey uh, man, hey man. Uh, no. So uh, let, let me. I'll start
0: with this. So let's let's talk about where, like, what, how we saw it. Uh, and
2: how many times you saw the thing? We've seen it more than once. So Brad, where, where- I've seen it, I've seen it three times. Uh, I saw it once. I think honestly can't remember if I saw. I think I saw it by myself the first time, and then, or maybe I saw it with my buddy Kevin. I honestly don't remember. And then the second time I saw it with my younger daughter Allison, and then the third time. I'm pretty sure the third time I saw it was with my buddy Kevin. So and they were they were about a week apart from each other. Did
0: you, did you do like IMAX 3D, no. non 3D, like anything, any any special presentation? Uh,
2: as long as there's a table and beer, that if they serve <laughs> beer, then I'm then I'm there. I don't have to see it in 3D. I prefer not to see it on IMAX cuz I've had nothing but Bad memories from IMAX movies in the past, so I'm not that snobbish when it comes to it. But I do prefer larger screens. Just does not have to be IMAX.
3: Cool, Daryl. How did? You, you... Uh, I actually I did see it on IMAX first. I I didn't go see it right away. I saw it like probably like two three weeks after it came out. So I saw it on on the amc started putting in installing imaxes i don't know if it's the legit imax but it looked fine to me but um, uh, in the prime they started installing them in the prime uh theaters so i saw it in that and then i saw it again because my uh, ex-girlfriend wanted to go see it so we, we went to go see it in just a regular 2d you went
2: with your ex-girlfriend
3: well we, we still we still cool Oh, well, that's nice. That's very we're sweet. So, we're still cool. Um, so yeah. So as we saw, we saw it regular two D, which I I like. I don't, I hate having to wear glasses yeah. on top of my glasses yeah. to watch something. So I'd rather have watched it that way.
0: I so I'm the slacker. So I only I've only watched it once, and it was me and my son and my daughter. We went and saw it uh, at the Dolby Cinema. So
3: what?
0: I love the Dolby Cinema.
3: Uh, you know nothing, John Snow.
0: I know, I know. My wife has been wanting to see it, and we just haven't been able to kind of coordinate between her working weird hours and you know just day of the week, and then me having work stuff. And then she kind of came down with a bit of a stomach bug this last weekend. Ew. So there's just all kinds. Of I things.
3: feel her. I yeah. feel for her pain. Yes, yes. It was I, <laughs> know, it's funny because the date, the night right. I so we went to go see it, I got a stomach bug the Ugh. next day. Yeah. So I feel her pain. So we haven't, uh, been, over. but I got, I did get movie pass.
0: So, uh, and I used it. I'm going to try it. I used it today it. for Deadpool. Uh, that was the first uh, time I used it. So I think I'm going to use it to go see infinity war a second time. Maybe
3: uh, during the upcoming week. while oh, it got Did you get the free month first to see if you wanted it?
2: No, I didn't see a free Cause month. Cause you
3: know, they, they set it up. They set it up now to get, uh, I guess to get more people to try it for the summer where you can give somebody, three people, you can give three people you know a, th- a one-month trial free. All right. I'll have to send it to So you. I got that. So I have to send it. I have to do it.
0: Yeah, I'll have to send it to somebody. Yeah, because I, and I'll probably use it, like, like <clears throat> solos coming out, so me and my son are going to go see it. You know, we'll see it on the Dolby screen and all that, but I'm sure I'll want to mm. see it again. So it's kind of a nice, like, hey, if you want to see a movie twice, um, or if you want to see a movie that maybe you're like, eh, maybe I'll see it. Maybe I'll wait. Um, you know, if it's if it's already paid for, it's like with a brain or something. Right,
2: right. So
0: I'll probably, I might this week go see it again. I've been itching to to see it for a second time.
2: Um, hey, let me back up to my IMAX comment, and mm-hmm. you guys can help me out because I honestly mm-hmm. haven't seen an IMAX movie in years. Because, like I said, the first couple of times I saw it, I absolutely hated it. And the reason I hated it is because I felt like I was at a tennis match. I was so close to the screen and the oh, screen yeah. was so big yeah. I had to move my head back and forth back and forth I said this is not the way to watch a movie
3: um, oh I'll you so, Dark Knight was the last time I, I watched the Night Max before that
2: but it seemed like the theater was real small and the movie screen was way too big for that theater right. so i'm I'm more familiar with the the like the Cinemarks, uh XC. XD screen yeah.
1: yeah
2: are they similar in in no. scope
0: at all? No, because the, the IMAX is like a four x three and not mm-hmm. like a sixteen by nine. Like it's it's you know <clears throat> like your like what? You're, like your teeth. Uh,
2: yeah. Why would anybody watch it on that?
0: Because it's actually filmed. so here's the deal. Infinity war was actually filmed entirely with IMAX. Like it was actually and,
2: filmed all like IMAX. I I had no idea IMAX was four by three.
0: Yeah, it is, because it's a
2: seventy millimeter film, they actually That's ridiculous. They actually turn it sideways. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So you just get more, I mean, it's as wide, it's more or less as wide as like a standard, like 16 by 9, but you just get more of the top and the bottom. Like they, they it's,
2: it's, mm-hmm. it that you, counteracts the widescreen nature of it.
0: Uh, it's still widescreen, but it, I mean, they still, they still block it a little four bit. 4
2: by 3 ain't widescreen. Well, no, but
3: it's not exactly <laughs> 4 by 3.
2: Anyway. Well, then don't say it's 4 by 3. <laughs>
3: How long have you two been married? (laughs) Exactly. Um. (laughs) But, no, I just, just, anyway, it was filmed entirely that way, which is interesting to me. So, It looked bad. I I, I will say this, the last time I saw IMAX, which is Dark Knight, they they did a lot better. They have upgraded how IMAX, how the IMAX looks. Because I'm someone with glasses, so when it's too much of that, Stuff going on in the screen—it's not fun to watch. I'll
0: be really curious. So when they so they film you know, um, Nolan filmed a lot of Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises in IMAX, uh, more mm. more Rises than even Dark Knight. And right. one of the things I'll the say point. is when you want like so either watching the Blu-ray or even the 4K, which is even more noticeable when they scan that negative from film into in. 4K with that IMAX because it's able to capture so much more detail and get an image so much more more information. It looks stunning when when they translate it. I mean, the Blu-rays look look fantastic. The 4Ks look even even more, mm-hmm. and it is more noticeable how improved the picture quality is just for the crisp and sharp and brightness when it flips to the IMAX. Because at home they actually change it. You know, when you're watching a scene that's filmed with the regular film, you get it's more letterboxed. And then when they switch the IMAX, it fills the whole TV. Um, you know, they basically open it up because they have all that more information. So you're not losing anything on the sides. You're just gaining that, mm-hmm. that extra information on the top and the bottom. Um, and the quality is, is is incredible. So I'm really curious to see if when this comes on home video, if they keep it, you know, keep it, keep it, you know, 16 by 9-ish or if they open it up like the IMAX uh,
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. You know, thing, didn't but, they
2: just recently yeah. announce its release date? Yeah, or guess, is that just digital? No, no, no. It's August...
0: Yeah, I think it's August 15th. What's July? No, what, it's August.
3: What's July? August... got announced for July. I know, didn't it, what have what we got... Maybe it's the digital will be July thirty first, and then the I think will it's be, the I think it's the digital that then, that got announced in yeah, then in the July thirty first, August
0: 14th, because it's usually like two weeks between or so. So
3: yeah, I'm I'm the digital dude. usually <laughs> just get the digital. Yeah,
0: I get my, I like my physical discs. Me I'm too. Russ. Get
3: your phone case. Yeah. No, it's metal, man. Phone. Oh. Metal steelbook.
2: Okay. He said faux case.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, that yes, definitely 4K. Yeah, because I just watched Black Panther. Looks...
3: Amazing.
0: So what do we all think? Like, we what? Uh, I mean, what are the kind of first impressions of the movie?
3: It was cool. I mean, it it kind of it was it was cool. I mean, for the most, it, it just felt like there were just so many scenes. It did. I I do agree with someone said it felt like there were like multiple scenes put together in the movie because there's so much going on and it doesn't even can i mean and this is like half of a story yeah right um and i can agree with that if there were a lot of there were multiple scenes connected that felt like to me like as opposed to me thinking of it as a one big one movie
0: yeah i mean if i have any complaint to it at all it's i think like Certain characters kind of got short shrifted just because it had to shift so much. Like I think, I think like Cap and Black Widow. Well, that
2: was by design, Russ.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah. it's it just I love those characters so much, and mm-hmm. you know, for them to kind of have limited screen time
2: was just well, that means you'll really love the next one. I think so. Yeah, right.
3: I, I think that's really I have awesome. to say though, as someone who does not like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies at all. I really enjoyed how they felt more. They they felt like they had more substance in this movie than than I felt in the other two. Yeah, well, like I like especially uh, Gamora. Oh sure, sure. Like she, I, I really think out of all the Guardians, she is the one that got the the shortest amount of screen time for development. I mean especially in the second one, you really didn't get, you got the little bit with her sister, but you really didn't really get to see her do more than just have to be the mother figure for all of the, the children in in the movie. Um, so it really was something for her to like to, to, for the, all that tragedy and all that, like, I really felt it like the, what she had to go through being with the guy that killed her family, like to pretty much killed half her world. I, you have to be the daughter of that guy.
0: It's funny when I got out of that movie, I felt vindicated because I kept—I've been saying all along for over a year now that even though the Russos have said, "Oh no, it's—it's really not." One movie split in half. It's really two
1: movies, and yeah, you, knew, you know, you it's knew not that really was bull. a direct
0: continuation. Yeah. And I was like, "Bull crap! Like,
3: there's no way." <laughs> exactly. And then we get out of this movie, exactly. and it is clearly the second movie. It's got it's so clearly half, of half a half a story. Yeah. yeah, it's. I don't know why they made such a big deal about it. It's not know. like it's Harry Potter or something. It's not because based if you if on you one book
2: say yeah, this is two halves of a movie. You're gonna people are gonna go in expecting the movie to end one way. And if you were told these are two separate movies, then in theory, you're going to go in, expect not expecting that the amazing cliffhanger that they gave us. Yeah. No, so I, I, well, I know I, it's the first I, I half it, of a movie. You're going to go in and go, okay, this is going to end on a cliffhanger. I want it's
3: go. wonder what it's going to be like for the non-comic people. I expect them to not know. That's all, all that,
2: that Marvel studios cares about.
3: Really? I know. I in know. In the long the, run. For, Exactly that. That's who they go. They do it for. It's like I, I mean, know they, those gonna, people.
2: You know, I feel like Marvel Studios are our people, but Marvel Studios is not doing it for their people. They're doing it for everyone else.
3: You know what I mean? Sure. I'm sure you want the masses. I'm, I'm sure right. they're doing it more for the masses than than not.
2: And since you guys brought up Gamora, let's just go right into my only complaint uh, for this movie. Uh, of which gamora is a byproduct she's not the she's not the target i don't for a second believe that thanos is capable of loving gamora the way they made him out to be uh,
3: i i don't agree I with kinda that i kind of thought that in his own sick way i i did i don't i don't believe it
2: maybe it's because i'm used to the thanos in the comics that could be and i have to tell myself oh, these are sh- these are two different there really are two different Thanoses with two different, um, oh, for sure motives.
3: For sure, there is, but there is a there is a Silver Surfer Thanos story where he he throws out all the death loving death thing and just says that there are too many people in the universe and he wants to break it down by half. Jim pointed it out to me and I totally forgot about that story. Yeah, it's a one off story. That was done. Even Jim Starlin forgot about that story.
0: Well, that was his whole bit, bit in Infinity, in in the original Infinity Gauntlet, was was that he he could appease death by killing half the population. I mean, that's
2: that was yeah.
3: But that what I mean the part, difference. But I mean, he did more of it in that particular story. He he focused more on the population taking up so many resources oh, gotcha, that gotcha, yeah. it needs to be cut by half. He kind of got away from it, and I think he forgot that he did. He did. I think in an interview they had asked him about it, and he totally and Jim forgot Starlin, he had wrote that story. Jim Starlin wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it, and totally forgot he wrote it. Huh? It was a cool. See, the it was a one-off. It was the difference a difference between
2: kind of story. The Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet, and Thanos and the Infinity War, is that in, in Infinity Gauntlet he did it because he loved death, and in yeah. this movie. He just thought the universe was crowded.
3: So you they know, pulled had- that. They pulled more from the, from the, that one-off story, I guess, because it's more, it's easier for the masses to, to be able to accept that. Yeah. Well, it gives, it, it grounds it. him in reality. Yes. Right. It grounds it. So they, but he did do a story and I totally forgot. He did do it about the population being. Do t- you know what the name t-
2: of that was? That like a, like a, one-off it was a silver was surfer.
3: It-, it was like a silver surfer Thanos like was it in the a surf one surfboard? shot i got to ask jim i got to ask jim it wasn't connected to the other infinity yeah, stuff uh, gauntlets oh, gotcha. and infinity yeah it was like, I'd like a to one off that. because there's such a lead up like you forget when you read the comics there's such a long lead up to him going after these gauntlets like it's just so many stuff like they did jim starlin did so many of these like one shots and stuff yeah you
0: have that two part there's like a two part it's it's like it's not it's not is it Thanos quest or whatever it was written like Maybe. a couple of years because it's like he goes to the collector he goes to the yeah. master like it's it, yeah. it kind of follows along and they it, they were really good it's and a the big art was story. really
3: good it yeah it's such it was such a it's such a big story like it's a, it's the way that Jim Starlin set this thing up like it's there's no way you could in the movies there's no way you can cover all this it's yeah. just too much it's just too much. But it's such a it's such a big lead up to him going this way. But I think for whatever reason he liked he liked more the thing about him courting death as an entity as a living entity more than the population uh, be overburdened the galaxy. But
0: it makes him sympathetic, kind of right? Like when you the right. way the movie yeah. goes is it it makes him a little sympathetic because it's like okay he's. And they make a point of showing, like on Gomorrah's homeworld, like yes, I I killed mm-hmm. your parents. They were part of the half that died. But look what happened after world. It's 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 a paradise. It's yeah. flourishing. It's,
3: your world got better. Yeah. yeah,
0: And so it's interesting to see how he you know kind of kind of goes about about that.
3: But I I because uh, I, I don't believe he's a kind man. I just thought for him, like watching. I've watched a lot of of. Um, shows and, and and documentaries on psychopaths and even a psychopath they can they can they love but not the same way that we do
0: But well, we watch what we know
3: don't we Daryl? you damn right but i got a murder check <laughs> so we um but he in his mind he really like he feels he loves her yes. but at the same time if it goes against his goal he would kill, and they—the psychopaths are like that. If they—if it—they would—they still would kill their mother or their father or their brother or their sister, if they—if they're trying—if they go against what their goal is, whatever it is, they want to do.
0: I one of the things I appreciated about it was there are two things I, I appreciated, and I'm glad I wasn't spoiled on, and that I went into the theater cold and didn't know. And the first is going—is—is is the showing up of the Red Skull.
3: I thought that was oh awesome. yeah, heck yeah. I totally missed, yeah, I I totally didn't get that. I think I elbowed
2: one of my kids, um, I guess it was Allison, wait a minute, I think now I'm remembering that I saw the first, uh, that I saw Infinity War the first time with both of my children. You forgot a child? Ah, it's been so long and I've slept a few (laughs) times. Anyway, I elbowed whoever I was with too hard and and when he showed up, I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that was a quite a pleasant surprise. And you know who that was, right? It was The
0: Walking Dead's very own
2: Ross Marquand. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was
0: really good. Which is hilarious because he's like even though Denai Guerrero was in the movie, he didn't say anything mm-hmm. to her that he been cast. He was so afraid of that Marvel mafia, he didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. He's a but
2: he's a heck of a impressionist. Yeah.
0: I mean, I knew it wasn't uh, Hugo Weaving because he pretty much
3: yeah, he's like, I'm not, uh, doing, yeah, I'm that not doing that ever again.
0: again. He, he wasn't kind about his parting.
3: No, but, uh, he was not.
0: But I thought that was cool. And I really, I, even though I knew it was going to be a continuation, the fact that it mm-hmm. ended abruptly like it did, I, I was mm-hmm. legitimately surprised at that. Like I, did, when everybody you, wow. faded away and then it was just like, uh, boom, like there's no, like, there's no no resolution to it like they didn't show anybody dealing with i mean they showed cap and obviously there's this seamless spider-man but no mm-hmm. like after effects like they were dealing with it as it happened and reacted as it happened and then that was it
3: and i was I, well i kind of thought that i knew that they had to lose and i thought that the that we were going to lose that way so that and that's why they kept steve away from tony
0: sure sure but i just i guess i thought that they would show like, like some time had passed or something, and then like Tony would be like the basically the ones that are left get together at the end and be like, okay, we got to find a way to fix. I, I don't know, just like something like the fact that oh, everybody okay. is still all disparate and it just like mm-hmm. boom ends. I I mean to me that was that was good because it was a little bit surprising and again one of those things that wasn't spoiled. Um, I mean. I was pretty certain that, yeah, this was going to be the empire strikes back of the Avengers movies, right? Like this was going to be like, this isn't going to end well for them. Um, But the fact that it ended as abruptly as it did, I think was, I think it was really a, I think it was a little um, ballsy on their part to actually do it. Um, But two, Mm. it, it was a nice surprise. It was, it was just nice to go to the movies and kind of be surprised at something that wasn't completely spoiled in a trailer or
3: online or, you know, whatever. Well, I, I I kinda figured they would do that way so that they could 'cause I when I saw the the pictures of um Hawkeye in the in that suit the that Ronin, he wears thrown in when he loses his family, I kinda in my mind I'm thinking, okay, he has the Thanos did the thing and he's and his family's dead.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
3: And now he's on a and we'll probably get a a story where we go through this whole thing of them all dealing with the aftermath and then getting together and then maybe them doing a time, you know, going back in time, maybe a little bit, a little bit, and I mean, there still has to be something. You still have to. Some people still have to die. Yeah. Do you, what but, pictures
2: are you talking about of Hawkeye? You
3: haven't. There were. You haven't seen the Ronin pictures. There are pictures no. of Hawkeye dressed as Ronin.
2: Now, how they're going to let that leak?
0: Well, they didn't have much of a choice. Like it was filmed yeah. out in the open.
3: Yeah, people took yeah. some people took pictures it's, of it, and
0: yeah, so it just kind of it's like one of those things where it just. I mean, it's pretty.
3: Just yeah, just like they they took some pictures, some shots of it looks like um, Tony in the past a little bit. Like I think there's some pictures that they that are kind of looking like that, like a reenactment of the first of Avengers the original. Movie. Yeah, of the first Avengers movie. Oh, that's cool. So and there's yeah there's I some debate they-
0: on whether it's actually them traveling in the past mm-hmm. or if it's uh or if it's you know the Tony had that that thing in Civil War where he it, he was looking in on a, it was like a recreation of his younger self with him and his parents and all that right there's some talk that it may be he recreates what happened in the first Avengers movie so they could. I'm, my guess is so they could look at the events as they happened and see something mm-hmm. that gives them a clue as to how to beat the you know beat Thanos in the present or something. So,
2: oh wow, look at that! Russ just sent me the link. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. that's pretty yeah. sweet.
0: So he's got you know the 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 shortcut.
2: You know, I know it was by design, but I think it's really freaking cool that in the end it's going to be the original Avengers getting back together to save the day. Yeah. I think they
3: that's had, really sweet. Yeah. yeah, you you knew that they had to do it that way. And I think it's sure. cool. Really like I, I know,
0: like a lot of, you know, where's Hawkeye? Where's Hawkeye? Where's Hawkeye? And it's like, okay, well, he wasn't mm. in the movie. And it from a story standpoint, it made sense why him and Ant Man weren't there. I mean, obviously with Ant Man, because they want to give him another movie, they needed to kind of like do, they they had to take him off the table somehow, and that and that made sense. And just to basically say, yeah, they copped a plea to. Um,
3: Right, it's so funny though. It's so weird that he goes through this whole thing in Ant Man of, I want to get my daughter back. Like I want to be in my daughter's life, and just as quickly another movie, he's like, Ah, eh, forget it. I'll just break the law, and I'll probably not be able to see my daughter again.
0: Yeah, maybe, or maybe he just felt like like it was- like this. It would all, you know, end correct correctly. Like like things kind of escalated out, right? Like maybe in the end it would be it would all work out. And I think it was, you know, once he was in jail, he probably was like, okay, this is the this is the 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 step too far. Like now I'm going to I'm basically just going to turn myself in. Like I'm not going to go on the run for the rest of my life. Like it was all cool when I thought I was doing the right thing and I thought this was going to be resolved with everybody basically being friends again, but now that it's not, it's like, okay, I'm tapping out. Like I'm done.
3: Yeah, it was just so. It was just so weird, though. He, he went through like that whole movie was him about, you know, like I'm not gonna do stupid things again. To
2: Daryl, are to you talking about up. him participating in Civil War?
3: Is yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, how cool was it to see him in Civil War?
3: No, it. I, they did it so that he could be in it, so he could do all the stuff he did. I'm. I, I'm saying, but I'm just saying, his whole arc though in his first movie was. Yeah, but we're not. stupid,
2: man. People are stupid. We all do dumb things.
3: True. I mean, he was went just, to prison in the first place. But it was place. just so it's, against. It's that simple. Right. It's it that simple. It was just so against what he was, the whole point of the, the whole thing. It was just so against it. I
0: don't know, man. Captain America, Avengers, Captain America please, comes man. and needs your help. You ain't going to turn him down. But, uh. Daryl would. Daryl around. Yeah.
3: I I I well, man, A child that had to yeah, I mean if it was if it was to save the world, yes. That was not to save the world.
1: Yeah, well.
0: Maybe if it started a war like a a real war like I don't know. People's motivations sometimes a little can be
3: can be all So over. Speaking, but I know he's a big goofball. I know he's a big, you know, big goofball. Doesn't think things through. But yeah. That's, that's, that's why part he's, of his problem. That's
2: why he's so lovable. Yes. So, Speaking so of the ending, yeah. Speaking of the ending of the movie, Russ, you only saw it once, so I've saw it three times, and it wasn't until the second time when I was actually a little bit emotionally affected by the end of the movie. The first time I saw it, I was like, "What is going on? Is this really happening?" I didn't have time to think about the consequences of. Of this 15-year-old kid disappearing and not wanting to go. I was like, are they actually doing this to my Spider-Man? But then the kid? Second, oh, that kid? Second, uh, Yeah, felt- the second viewing, I was like, I was really affected watching really peter parker yeah because peter parker's my guy spider-man's always been my
3: guy i like peter parker too it's just i remember eh. what
2: it was like to be 15 years old and i wore my emotions on my sleeve and i remember what it's i'm still scared every damn day i'm scared of life and Uh to see him disappear and to be frightened like that that really got to me
0: i i I thought i thought it was really well done i i i it kind of i mean it got to me the first time i saw it and you know, in my head, the whole time I'm thinking, you know, you know, it's like, okay, well, he's coming back. Like anybody that, that fades sure. out like this is coming back.
3: Yeah. But. The, I'm dead inside, I guess. Yeah. Well, we know that. but
0: <laughs> We've known that for some yeah. time. Yeah. But I, th- I, I just, just, I thought Tom it. Holland's performance was exceptional. And I, and, oh, and yeah. to
3: know. He was less annoying to me in this because I am not a fan of this version. I, 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 know. Not, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of this version. and But he was. He it's was a lot Spider-Man better in the
2: I don't understand you dude. I don't think ever it's the have. best Spider
3: Man. you ever know had. what? I'm so old school with Spider Man, I just don't like the Spider Man being subdependent and focused on Tony Stark. It's just not the Spider Man I read. So it's hard to see him be so connected and be part of the that's the new Spider Man, but I, I just I'm just so used to that was one of the things I loved about Spider Man is how this kid was just so independent and so defiant of of you know adults. Like he did his own thing. Yeah. Like he was his own hero. Like he he basically quit. He basically like I'm not joining no team because his pride just wouldn't let him. Even though he looked up to to superheroes, so that's why I kind of just don't. Don't dig this version.
0: Well, I thought I thought the one thing about it too is that it was improvised. Like that that wasn't written in the script to do that that way. Oh, that oh. Okay. And so for him that. to kind of improvise that and and bring that to it, I mm-hmm. thought that was again. It just kind of added something to it because I mean it's easy. You know, you, knowing again, everybody's disappearing, turning to dust, whatever you want to call it. Knowing that they're going to mm-hmm. come back so most of them are just kind of done just like they're, they look a little bit of surprise and then boom, they're gone. So to have somebody right. that actually is reacting to it, to kind of give it some emotional weight. I, I thought that was mm. a good, a good choice because again, most people are just like, yeah, they're going to fix this in the next movie. And so it's easy to all just right. kind of turn, you know, turn the, the sympathetic part of your brain off. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, this is all f- fine and good, but, but again, they're, they'll fix it and everybody will be back. And so, again to have somebody that you know is scared and shows fear and and again the relationship mm-hmm. you know whether you whether you like it or not i mean there is a relationship between peter and tony and and given the fact that um you know that tony kind of treats him like a surrogate son especially at a time you know a, again a little bit of foreshadowing right at the very beginning of the movie yeah, yeah. he's talking to pepper about having a dream that you know she was having a kid and you know and
3: she's going to try to tell him before he, he lose space. Yeah, um
0: and so, uh, you know, so so then he sees like the surrogate son that he has, uh, you know, mm-hmm. gonna d- fade out like everybody else. Um, I, I I just felt I, like it I, had I, some stakes I, to it. I, d- I,
3: more, I I dug more. I dug more on the side of Tony feeling that guilt again. Like no matter what he does, like, he he feels more guilt. for not No matter what, not like, doing like, enough every time. He right. Thinks, right. Like Civil like, War. Like this. He's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything he's done is just like it's Still, it still all turns to crap. Like I, well, did, even, I messed up.
2: Yeah, even Banner said, "Did you news? Did you lose another robot?" You know, yeah. he knows. Yeah. He yeah. knows yeah. It's, the,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
2: like every. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get. I thought. Um, I thought Peter Quill when he faded away too. He he uttered just a little. Like, oh, man, like he knew what oh, was Oh, he happening.
3: deserved it. Oh, he deserved that little asshole. It's, it's, all it's all Peter's fault, isn't it? Oh, I couldn't stand I, but it. Was I got so it mad was, at him. It was, it was engineered that way. I know it was supposed to happen. It had to happen that way. But he didn't know. He didn't know. No, but Doctor Strange that way. That's why I was so mad at him. Doctor Strange, I know he knew it was supposed to be that way. But it, just, it still bothered me that Quill just, just effed up just so much.
0: That's him. That's how he
3: is, though. That's him. I yeah. well, that's how this one is. Well, yes, that's, that's how this version. is. Yes.
0: absolutely. Um, so I guess we we've kind of talked about the end. So let's let's rewind a bit and talk about the beginning. I thought yeah. the beginning of this was really interesting because normally when these move, Marvel movies start, we get the mm-hmm. the the Marvel logo, the new Marvel logo with all the you know the movie scenes flipping and the music, the big you know stirring music. And this one we didn't get that right. at all. It was like no. it was almost like. Um, uh like like the beginning of like an alien movie or something like that where you hear like the chatter on the radio it and did. you know, like this is the S guardianship, right. blah blah blah. You know, we've been you know, we've been under attack and all
3: it was like It was more like a Trek Trek does that. It,
0: like the Kobayashi Maru tapes, that. man. It was yeah. just like
3: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it, it felt like that when they when they were talking, you know, like they need help, SOS. Yeah. Like the battle had already started and lost, yeah, and it was already lost already. Which I, I like that. I like that beginning too. Like just already, they just got taken down. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it wasn't important that we saw how they were, you know, they were attacked and destroyed right. and everything else. It's just like this is mm-hmm. the meat of it right here,
3: you know. Right, um, and and again, people have to remember. A lot of people I, I saw was like, I don't, I don't understand how he was able to beat. The Hulk. They got to remember he already had the powers. Yeah, the Power Jack.
0: Stone and the.
3: Right, the Hulk ain't beating the Power. Yeah. Jack.
0: At that point, he had which he had which one? He had the Power Stone and the.
3: He had the Power Stone and, and, and the and,
0: um, the. Did he have the? Uh, was, he didn't have the. He had the, I think he
3: just had. Oh, he
0: had the. No, he he had, had the Power, the power Stone uh, and the and the. He just had the. Oh, he just had the Power Stone, right?
3: Yeah, he just had yeah. the power stone. That's what made him like. There's that that thing made him so powerful. There's no way.
0: And like, and it was awesome seeing the look on the Hulk's face, like when he grabbed his arm and twisted it and like, right. ba- you know, basically like broke or dislocated his, yeah. his arm. It was just yeah. like, like even the you know somewhat mindless Hulk was like, well, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that totally explains why he never wants to come out because he's afraid he got his ass whooped. Yes. He's like, I am no. not coming out to fight that guy. Yeah. There is no. And this way. is
3: not kind of the Hulk that gets stronger as he gets angrier.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. This is. Yeah, he's Save never that Hulk. It's never been that, that way this. in these movies. No.
3: No. He's not that. This is well. Because in the first one, Eric Banner Eric yes. Banner, he was.
0: Yeah, in the Ang Lee one, he was.
2: That one don't count.
0: No, I know, but 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 yeah. But I'm just saying there they, ha- they, he they, has been represented.
2: But you know, if you think about it, as cool as that is in the books, in the movies, it would be a crutch. Sure. Sure.
0: No, I think it worked great. I mean, I, I, again, I think I think yeah. it worked great because the Hulk's always like that thing in your back pocket, right? That always comes out and saves the, and is mm-hmm. your, you know, saving grace. And so the fact that it it wasn't, I thought, was genius. And and the Loki thing, I thought was really now, obviously they have a they have an easy out with Loki, right? Like the Loki that was right. killed was not the real Loki. He was, you know, it was a cop. Yeah, he'll
3: be in a woman at the end of the movie. He'll be in a woman's body. That would be cool.
0: Yeah but i don't think we've seen the last of i mean hillson said you know though this is it he's done he's dead but if they want to bring him back to do a fourth thor movie they totally can can bring him back
3: oh of course um, i mean you put enough money in front of him and he has time but it was
0: I mean, it I was mean, cool i mean loki you know obviously villain in the first one you know he's done some horrible things but at the end of the day mm-hmm. like his whole goal was to rule asgard like to be Go to in and in the fact that asgard is gone and You know whether
3: and And it was his fault because he brought because he brought the the only reason why they they grabbed that ship was because he stole the he brought he took it with them on the ship and then when he knew that the tesseract like he knew it's his fault like he knew that that was the reason why they came and it's his fault that Asgard is half even even the amount that have already been killed off another half of that is gone. Is his fault, like, he, he kind of got that in his. I think he betrayed it well in his eyes that he, he's this is the, the most this is a real f up. Like, the other times he didn't care, right? But this time, yeah, this is it. I yeah. think he really was like, I think that's why he did the suicidal thing because he knew that guy was gonna kill yeah.
0: him, yeah, yeah, and thought maybe There's no way around that he could get, get one over on him, but uh, right. But yeah, I, I, and again, Heimdall sending Hulk back, I thought was was cool, right? Like,
3: mm-hmm. you know, he
0: knew that you know Banner would be the one to go back, you know, just with to go back to Earth and war on Earth. It needed to be Banner and not Thor. Like it needed it needed to be Banner.
3: Yeah, he can explain it. Yeah, he can exactly. explain it. And you know, the scientist part, you know,
0: maybe he has ability to to figure it out. Um, All right. And so that that was I, I. It was a really cool opening scene. And and again, it's it's we mm-hmm. don't usually see the the effects of the previous movie like i mean th- you could run this all together right not like you even could run, movie
3: after credits
0: yeah and not even just the after credits but just the fact that like you could totally run thor ragnarok right into this which they don't normally yeah they don't normally do quite that smoothly right like i mean there's not mm-hmm. there's not that direct line between one movie and the next uh
3: right so i
0: thought that was Again, it was it was really and again bold move. You know, you're, you're you know you're counting on your audience to have seen the previous movie to kind of get this one. Yeah. Um, but
3: uh, so weird though. It, it, like the tone, because Ragnarok, I it, I never felt like they like the weight of the all those Asgardians being killed. Like they didn't really concentrate on that much. But in this, the the tragedy with Thor like he felt like he really like they made him really play that yeah. up a yeah. lot in this like you really like he really actually felt like i have lost my family like i when he said he lost his best friend like that when he when he was talking about Heimdall again like that the weight of what he said was just so strong
0: yeah and i mean he's completely driven you know, I mean, to to the point of going to the dwarves and reigniting the forge and, you know, right. he's, he's purposely wanting to make a weapon to kill Thanos. Like mm-hmm. That is the purpose of of the new hammer. It's not, you know, right. it's, it's, you know, like Odin told him in in Ragnarok. It's like you're not the god of hammers. You're the god of thunder. But he needed a weapon, you know, not to not for not to get his hammer back, but but to specifically to kill Thanos. Um right. and I thought it was cool like that was another surprise like Dinklage. I knew Dinklage was in it, but I thought he was just going to but not as that. No, I thought he <laughs> was going to do the voice of one of the one of the Black Order
3: or the or I thought he was going to be uh what's that uh the one that worked with he had one of the gems in the comics. Pip Oh, I Pip. Right. Yeah, Pip. Th- yeah, there was that
0: that they thought
3: I thought they would do that. Yeah. Some kind of thing with that, but nope.
2: I thought it was cool that they made him literally the biggest character in yes. the movie yes.
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah, and it just that was a cool again that would you know that that to me would be something that would be easy uh you know pickings to cut you know like like if mm-hmm. you're gonna if you're trying you know the movie's long enough as it as, as it is but i thought the pairings were good too i mean then when we get to earth and we see dr strange with tony and and mm-hmm. bruce um and wong and, and uh and then, of course, especially Spider-Man.
3: Tony and Strange are kind of the same person, like kind of arrogant, yeah. Salt. They're the same arrogant, yeah, yeah. Just one is magic and one is, is science, yeah. but uh, to see them go at each other a little bit,
2: but then show at the same time show a little mutual respect, you know, not right at the beginning, but after no, a while, yeah.
3: But after a while, yeah. And then bringing yeah, the Guardians
0: yeah. in, I thought that was because those were the ones I was I was most so. That was the other interesting thing with the movie is the fact that for the, for the majority of it, Doctor Strange, um, Tony, and, and Peter were off in space. And the Guardians, right. you know, with them, they never made it back to Earth at all. So the Guardians, nope. you know, I, I really nope. thought that a big part of this movie was going to be the Guardians' homecoming, right? Like Peter's coming back home. Um, mm-hmm. And that didn't happen, so I was really yeah. again I, I pleasantly surprised because I, I I just imagined it going one way, and it went it went a completely different uh, different way, and I I never would have expected Iron Man to been away from Earth during this whole you know after the first what fourth of the movie quarter of the movie. Hmm.
3: But they're gonna make you they're gonna make you work for it. That love story between Tony and and Steve they're gonna make you work yeah. to see that. To see them finally get, you know, unite again as brothers.
0: I tell you what, though, when at the beginning of the movie, when Vision and Scarlet Witch get attacked... And uh-huh. by, the, by the Black Order, and they come in, and, great fight, and yeah, and, fight. and Steve and, and and Natasha show up. Like the audience was going crazy. Like when he, yeah. you know, they start playing the music, and and he—that's
3: the part I—I I gotta admit, the, the the one part that made me feel any emotion was when Steve was on the other side of that train. Because out of all the Marvel movies, that's it, Steve the, the Cap story has been my favorite. Yeah. Like Cap's my dude. Like that has been. I think though that his story arc has been the the most well-written out of all the the Marvel movies. So when I I'm invested in Cap. So when I see him, you know, when you see him, they gave him the best entrance, like that team, Steve, Widow, yes. Falcon, like when they come in, they're working together like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Like these are like cuz we know from from just by them saying it, they've been they've been on the run for a while. Yeah. The suit is all kind of, you know, the suit looks, you know, all ragged and stuff. And like, they, they, it's, it wasn't a big thing. Like, you had to really, I didn't even really notice until the second time I watched the movie how, how ragged the suits were looking. Yeah. Well, and, just to, the, to, and they,
0: and they make a point of, of Scarlet Witch that, you know, like, the, the hit, her rendezvous with vision, like, have been mm-hmm. an ongoing thing, right? Like, this isn't just right. like the first time that this has happened. So,
3: that's their only agreement is they can meet each other. They won't – either side won't do anything about it. And then they go back to their respective teams. And they also said they made a comment of saying how they've been living from hotel to hotel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all over – they've probably been all over the world yeah. too.
0: I thought the Black Order came came across really well. I mean it was really well done. Yes, very strong. Um you know, good, a good, you know, and again, Marvel, sometimes the villain side is not, you know, the greatest. Mm-hmm. And so I think
3: Hickman gave you some great. But yes. I, but Hickman, the way Hickman writes, he writes such great characters with a science fi- with a with such a deep science fiction type of vibe to him. You can't mess that up. Yeah. Like, just, where were those? No way. Where was the Black Order from? Where did it first appear? Hickman's, it was Hickman's from Avengers. Yeah, it was from Hickman's Avengers. Yeah. How many years? That was ago? his army. Mm, five, six. Five. Okay, I must not
2: yeah. have been reading that at the time. I was.
0: I, it was. I was back. I think that or, that run finished it, before I moved back to Houston, and I've been back mm-hmm. four years. So
3: okay. almost. Yeah, because he took over. He took over right after Bendis, and it and it was after Bendis left the Avengers is when he. He started. They relaunched Avengers, and then he he pretty much took both Avengers books and introduced this new army from Thanos.
0: Yeah, and they were excellent characters. Proxima Midnight. Yeah, uh, Ebony yeah. Maw. Ebony Maw was really creepy, man. Like that whole bit with him and yep. Strange, where he has those those shards yeah. that he was trying to to pierce him with to get the time gem. I mean, it was.
3: Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: And again, great, great fights. Like just the, the way they, you know, they each had to kind of fight the the Black Order was was really well done. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but yeah, just Wong man, he just was like, I'm bouncing, Peace. I'm out, <laughs> <It's> out. <laughs> I got, I'm, you guys I'm got out. this. I gotta go back later. <laughs> I ain't even get my sandwich. I'm out later.
0: Yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, but I thought, and again, I thought, I mean, the fight in Wakanda was awesome. The only, the, again, mm. the only negative is we we didn't get enough, like, T'Challa and Shuri. Like, I really, I mean... We, yeah, and they
3: added stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And so they were really not in it. Like, they were really not really in it yeah. prior to this. If they had to add, and that's still how much we got of them. Yeah. But so much going on. And
0: then, you know, there was a lot of talk, too. Like, the big like, the epic scene from the trailer, right? The all of them running mm-hmm. in slow motion, and then you get to the movie, and it's like, right. I mean, he never turned a into lie. the Hulk at
3: all. It's all a lie.
0: And, and I get you it. The Russos just, have come out and said, like, look, you know, if you're going to make a trailer, you need that moment to kind of jazz people up. Like, it's not... It, yeah. it, I, I was fine with it. Like I, it didn't. I didn't feel like I was. Quote,
3: no. Other movies have done that too. Yeah. where they put a false trailer. They put a false image or something Had, in a trailer. They've done it. Before. Have you seen
0: that toy though? There's a toy. Mm-hmm. So they said that they were never. It was never intended that they only did that for the trailer. The scene with the Hulk in Wakanda, like that. That that was that was purely mm-hmm. for the trailer. But there's a toy that got out there of the Hulk busting out of the Hulk Buster armor.
1: Uh-huh. Really? Yeah.
0: And uh, so I could see it that. makes me wonder if really and truly that's the case. Or, or again, maybe they just did it because it was like, yeah, that would be a cool toy. Hulk well, it could have
3: been Buster. one of the well, it, it could have been one of the you know how many scripts you, you rewrite. Yeah, it could have could have been in the, the beginning stages of when they were doing when they were doing just the concept art.
0: Yeah, and then they sent that to the to the yeah to the distributors. And, yeah,
3: and they took it and went with it. Like they, they may use it. Like oh, they do all that concept art, but they don't always use all of it. But they do it anyway, yeah. uh, just to, just to see how it would look. And so maybe they, you know, they said, "Well, either way, let's use it." Yeah,
0: the reality stone too. That was that was pretty cool when that whole bit on they went back to nowhere, which I thought was awesome. Right. Again, and right. we get to see a little bit of Benicio del Toro, which which was kind of again that was another one because I didn't think he was coming back for this. I I thought that – I heard something somewhere that said no, he wasn't. You know, he, he they didn't he wasn't going to be in it or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. but obviously that wasn't the case, and that was a cool effect. Like you're thinking, you're seeing one thing, and then it right. reveals, and it's you know completely like, nowhere is completely destroyed. Uh, so again, it was it was it was.
3: Yeah, very dark. Yeah, very, very, yeah. very dark. I had enough, sense. you
0: know, enough moments. I liked that, you know, Thor kept calling Rocket the the rabbit, like
2: the rabbit. Like,
0: I will take yeah. your rabbit, and uh. we will go. <laughs> and he just, yeah. it was, it
2: was, it was funny. And then Groot, grew- he called him, he called them collectively morons.
0: Yes, yes, morons. Good. Oh yeah, farewell, morons. <laughs> And then the bit, the whole bit with Groot cutting his arm off to make the hammer, the 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 handle of the hammer. I thought that was a nice
3: touch. Yeah, that was actually cool. That was they gave me you know, moments it, to not hate the Guardians. That much it was this funny. Movie. They right did.
2: before Groot did that. You know, he was sitting there at the uh, what is it called, Nevada? Nevada? I can't say yeah, that the, word. The but, dwarf homeworld. Yeah. Yeah, he was no. just sitting there, and I I turned to whoever I was with, and I was like. Groot hasn't done crap in this movie. What is Never going on? that
3: video. He's getting a high score.
2: Yeah, I swear. And then it was like it was like ten seconds after I said that that oh. he got up and walked over there. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I, I I dug that,
0: and I like the hammer. Like I like the new hammer because it's like the it's it's like the um, I like that they called it Stormbreaker, which again mm-hmm. Beta Ray Bill's hammer. And that it looked, I would love I to see Banner Ray Bell. Yeah, it, yeah, it's Ray Bell. Yeah, and it looked like the ultimate hammer, right? Like, it it didn't look it like Storm totally breaker, like It looked the like ultimate, the, ultimate, no, the ultimate Thor. It was hammer.
3: the ultimate version. Yeah. yeah, it was the ultimate version, which was basically like a world breaker or something. like a.
0: Yeah. So that was cool.
3: It was that type of weapon, and it And yeah.
0: there was, again, another moment when the theater just... Like, for me, I got, like, the surge of excitement, and the theater just went crazy, is when when Thor came through, like you see the hammer getting forged and he grabs it. Mm-hmm. And boom, the next thing we see is him coming through the, because now the hammer also works like a, like a Bifrost. Right. So right. he's able to go through. And when he came down and what was it, what did, was it, uh, Bruce oh, that said, you oh,
2: guys are so screwed. Yeah. You guys out. are so screwed now. Yeah. And
0: he just yeah. lays waste to everything. And I, that yeah. was just really awesome because he is just, he is a man on a mission. Uh, Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. it was it was really it's such a
3: it's such a note with them like when they like how they show the the group losing like that is such a they did it in avengers yeah remember it like they they do that note where they show each of the avengers starting to get lose ground like it's it's a beat it's it's such an avengers beat from avengers one to avengers to this one where it just was that, you know, the music would be playing. At first, they're winning, and you think that, oh, they're, they're kicking ass, and then they go back to it, and the beats are, oh, no, they're starting to, to get overrun, you know, and the same thing happened with the Hulk. He got all of them jumped on Hulk. Yeah. You know, they yeah. pulled the uh, uh, Buck Panther down. They took, you know, Tony, I mean, um, Steve, you know, the same thing, and it was just, and you knew something had to happen, you know, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, when yeah. That yeah. was going on. Yeah.
3: So the beat came in, and that was that was a heroic beat, you know. And just that whole him... the whole
0: thing on Wakanda with the with the shield, right? Like them having the shield up, yeah. and they realized, okay, yeah. we need to actually open it up here, so we actually funnel them through because we can't have them going around and
3: and they got to be play. I like how they got played, though. Yeah, I like how they the strategy because the other thing about the Hickman version of of this group, the Black Order, is that. They're strat they're just as much of a team as as the avengers were yeah and that's what made them so dangerous that they work together like that they're like an army and they work together like oh the cops are coming i hear the popo oh shoot <laughs> i have the right to not like tom holland <laughs> brad called you don't him have on. To have to arrest i me. did i you did i found
2: 911
3: right away damn it um but yeah, I like there. There are a lot of little things in here that reminded me of of uh, Avengers One. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, I think Marvel, on purpose too. But.
2: I think something Marvel does so well that I really appreciate is just is they've figured out the balance between humor and action, humor and you know, quote unquote drama. The um,
3: well, Russos of, for sure. I think the well, Russo Mar- the and best Mofile, of I think that. I think they get Which one are the They're the writers They're the, for... they've
0: written all three of the cat movies and this one so
3: Yeah they 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 I think out of all of them that team together for the cat movies I think they do it the best for me Like my
2: favorite my favorite funny haha moment in this movie was when Scarlet Witch finally joined the fight and um, um, okay, what's what's her what's her Proxima Midnight no, 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 no. The uh,
3: uh, Black what's Panthers. The sh- uh, what's shown?
2: Oh, uh, Okoye. 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 She goes. Why has she been up there this whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, you know, that, yes. That was just like the perfect placement. Yeah, you know. Well, was the... such an obvious statement to make. Uh,
3: well, the other one I I thought was funny was um, when the dwarf, the largest dwarf, was saying to Thor what would happen when he opens up the eye, and he's like. And he tells him you'll die you know, like if the rays hit you directly, you'll die. You die from that. And Thor says something like, You die and he's like, That's what I said. And and just the look on his face <laughs> it just sold it like See, Is he I an thought, idiot? Is he an I, idiot or something? I
2: just said that. I thought the look on his face meant he knew that was the worst line in the whole movie.
3: No, <laughs>
2: it was horrible.
3: That, that was, was absolutely horrible. My whole hor- my movie theater, we were cracking up to that both times because that was, was funny. It was a
2: stupid joke. It wasn't funny at all.
3: It wasn't even because it, it wasn't trying to be ha ha funny. It was that's what I said. Like when, why is he repeating what I yeah, said? We, that was the whole thing. Uh,
0: yeah, that same with me. That we got a, the
3: theater got a laugh out of that. That's yeah. the got a laugh. Yeah. yeah, Brad, lighten up, man. <clears throat> Why are you so hard on it?
2: I know what's funny and what's not, man.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
2: But there's just so I it, so one of the
0: things at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming when they showed the Avengers suit for Spider-Man, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about that."
3: Yeah, um, I didn't like the way it looked
0: in that movie. I liked, but I, the way that it looked in, I guess, because maybe we got a you know more close up view of it. We got to see. Uh,
3: yeah, I guess it was yeah. a little more
0: polished, maybe.
3: Um,
2: Probably. It I didn't care for it. Really, the only I thing about it, about cool it like I liked was the legs that come out the back.
0: The, the yeah, the 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 true Iron Spider look. Yeah. To it. that was pretty cool. I don't.
2: I don't like. I don't think the color scheme works with that Iron Spider costume. The gold you know? and the you mean with the gold accents and stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's a video busy. game, which is weird. You, you know they did that. Like, they, they, The video game does something like that, too. Like, They put this color around it, like this whitish color, and it doesn't fit with the...
2: Oh, you mean I the Spider-Man game that's coming out?
3: Yeah, the one that's coming out. I don't know why yeah, I they don't, feel the need to throw like an extra color in.
2: It's the greatest costume the thing. in the history yeah. of
3: costumes. Just and, keep it regular or go yeah. black. I like. Or I don't do know. The I like. Venom. The,
0: I like the mix up. I, I. I. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It's something a little fresh, a little different. It's not permanent. It's you know. It has its purpose. Um. But I, I just. I, and it. Like I said, it just worked better. Like I looked at the lines and stuff, and they actually were scalloped. Mm. Like the webbing. You know where the plates kind of fit together. Mm. Um. And and then the the legs. The, I was really weary about the whole Iron Spider legs thing coming out the back, and the way they used it in the movie, it was really well done. Like yeah. it, it, it actually because
3: I did fun. like it in the comics. So I was I I kind of liked how they did it in the movie. They only had they, three they, in the comics, well.
2: three legs in the comics. so I was surprised to actually see four legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It was cool.
0: I mean, you know, to keep them from getting sucked out into space, and then oh yeah, mm, then yeah. Then where he's like, hey, remember that really old movie Alien? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I giggled, of course, when he said that.
0: And then when he grabbed, who is it? Who did he grab? Was it? Did he grab Strange or did he who Mantis? Mantis,
3: Mantis yeah. And then he, he, he kind of went
0: around him like a like a like a shield, and he just did a mm-hmm. roll. at th- that was pretty cool.
3: That that was a straight <laughs> up video game. The way the like yeah. he caught all the all of the that was my okay. Out of all the parts in the movie of Spider Man, that was the part that I liked the most. Was when he rescued all of them, as the world was just crumbling around and him. And he was I being polite
2: was... while he was doing it. He's like, "I'm sorry, I don't remember anyone's names."
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed that seeing him rescue all those people. Like that was a uh, that was cool.
2: That's what Spider Man does.
3: Yeah, I just know. well, I know that's what he does, but
2: I'm just I'm agreeing with you. He's badass. I, I,
0: I think. I, w- the other scene is... I We saw it in the trailer, like, I don't know, five time, you know 5,000 times or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the scene with Steve, when he grabs both the thumb and the finger on the gauntlet and pushes back against it. And mm-hmm. just that surprise on Thanos' face yeah. for a brief second. And obviously, he just yeah. clocks someone one and sends him flying. But that was a All cool right. moment. Like, that was a real... Like, I'm going to give everything I have within mm-hmm. me to stand against this guy. And he actually... I think like he gained a little bit of respect from Thanos. It's like here's this this flea that uh, that is exerting this this level of of power against me. Um, right. And then it was it was interesting how he used the time stone. I thought that was, uh, mm-hmm. that was although the freakiest one was was strange when he used the time stone to when I think what Peter says something to Tony like hey what what's what's going on with him and he's all just like you know you know that weird like stop motion fast forward you know uh effect to it where he's just like it looks like he's convul like having convulsions
3: yeah, yeah. he's watching uh, the whole thing I was, I was like oh shit this is when he's got to let something something supposed to happen
0: but i thought it was cool like he asked him he said well I've, I've looked at every possible outcome you know and he's like well how many are there and it's like four million five hundred whatever whatever and he's like well how many did we win and he's like one and i was like whoa <laughs> mm-hmm. so again it was it was cool because it was you know he makes a point of saying like i would sacrifice all of you to protect this stone like this is yeah and so the yeah. fact that he gave it up it's like okay obviously the the one future he saw where they're able to fix it is the one where the, basically everybody's going to have to go through hell and get to this point before these guys will come together as a team and figure out how to fix it and make it back because I, I think Strange Strange realized, like, the glove has to be burnt out. Like, that's the whole thing right. is at the end, right. the glove is, like, I, so you guys saw it more than once. And one of the things I wanted to watch on the second, on a repeated viewing was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: were the stones burned out
2: or just the glove was burnt out? I think it was just the glove. Yeah. The stones were stones still are glowing. And no, they were still in the glove. They were
3: still in the glove? Yeah. In the glove? Okay. I yeah. They were gone.
2: Speaking of the glove, one thing about the glove that I love so much is whenever he would use a particular stone or a two of the stones at the same time, those stones that he was using at any given moment would glow brightly. And so like when he was fighting Strange and Strange did that thing where he split into like 200 versions of himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And so Thanos he charges up the soul stone and you can see it glowing orange and he swipes his hand you know to kind of get rid of everybody except the real strange you know and when he would use uh the power stone to do something it would glow whenever he used the time stone it would glow green i just thought that was a really nice touch
0: yeah yeah what did you guys think of the fact so we kept speculating the whole time that because you know, based on the trailers and everything, because so much of it looked like it was taking place in Wakanda. And basically the the last third of the movie pretty much did that. The soul stone was either the vibranium or it was being held in Wakanda. So what did you guys think? So, again, I thought that was a nice twist of something we didn't know is, is that this, I mean, we talked about it a little bit with, with red skull, but the soul stone wasn't, it wasn't anywhere. I mean, we didn't, I mean, it wasn't anywhere. that. I think that was
2: a, I think that was a smart move to do because if they had tried to retcon it into something that we'd already seen, it would have been, you know, too easy to pick apart. Probably when you go back and watch whatever movie you should have seen it in to begin with. So I thought it was pretty nice. And when, uh, when Gamora made that face near the beginning of the movie about, some somebody said something about not knowing where the soul stone is. You could tell yeah. right away that yeah. she made this little face. I was like, "Oh boy, she knows."
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, you had to. It had to be the the case. So especially when she told Quill the killer. Yeah. If she mm-hmm. gets captured, I mean that, that that had to be that she knows
2: what so the they, deal is. They apparently they James Gunn and Chris Pratt told the Russo brothers. You got to change the script because originally Peter Quill did not pull the trigger to kill Gamora, but Peter, uh, Chris Pratt and and James Gunn said you need to change it, so he does pull the trigger, and that's why it ended up being in the movie that way.
0: That's awesome, yeah.
3: Well, he had some, I know he had some credit for writing some of the dialogue too for the Guardians yeah. part. Yeah,
2: he wrote a lot of the Guardians dialogue. Mm-hmm. And he picked the music, obviously. The rubber of band course. band. Yeah, that That's was awesome.
3: awesome. Of course. Yeah, that was perfect.
2: Yeah, that was cool. Had to be him.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, I thought it was... I I, I, I want to be him.
2: friends with James Gunn. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Daryl's not a fan. I know.
3: <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't like his movies. Yeah. This, I just don't like the Guardians movies. I like his other movies. He's
0: done. Yeah. I, I again, this is another example. You know, like the first Avengers movie. I always like it. It's always to me going to be so great because it to me it pulled off the unexpected, right? Or the the almost the impossible is it took all these characters from all these other franchises and all these other movies and pulled them mm. together and made a an exceptional and entertaining movie. You know, regardless of what you think of Age of Ultron and kind of what Whedon did after that, but he was able to, to make it work in Avengers and on, on a scale w- w- which we've never seen before. And mm-hmm. the thing that really impressed me with Infinity War is for the Russos to take, and Marcus and McFeely, I mean, the, the writer's credit too, um, to take 30 some odd characters that we've seen over the past 10 years in 18 other movies and mm-hmm. be able to pull it all together. And make it work to where you didn't have to rehash everything you've seen before. You didn't even like if you went into this cold, like you'd get what was going on, like you would oh, yeah. understand it. But by seeing all of the other movies, it's so it's such a, a rich experience. And to pull on you know things that were told in other movies that they didn't have any direct you know direct control of. I mean, granted, Feige, you know, is kind of the the ringleader, but I mean. When we saw Iron Man, Iron Man Two, the first Thor movie, like there's no way we, they knew exactly you know where they were going to be at this at this point.
3: Uh, no, nah. you
0: know, especially without you know the Russos not even being involved uh, at at that point. But again, I I think it it was a pretty remarkable job that they were able to pull off a movie of this scale. Um, and well, you know, I, very high. Well, what is
3: well, Winter Soldiers really showed that they can they can have multiple characters in a movie and do it. Yes, Agreed. and 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 write it well. Like they yeah. they did they did a really good job with that one, and they were you know able to take all, all those characters which helped you know like they were able to tackle Civil Civil War because of that you know they were able to do so much with with it and and win the previous movie. So out of every, I mean, out of all the directors they've used for the MCU so far. I mean besides uh the director of of Black Panther cuz I mean <laughs> there's like a million people in that movie. Yeah. Um like they've been the best at, at being able to juggle characters where you don't feel like you know you don't feel like they left people out. Like you know Black Widow got a lot of uh, you know like character development with them.
1: Oh, it's, than yeah. most
3: other movies. Like yeah. she she's got more character development than from the Russo than any other of uh, the films that she guest starred in. Um and it's not easy to do that. Like that's you mm-hmm. know, that's that's a pretty good feat to be able to do that with her.
0: And just to have the hype, right? Like this movie, yeah. I mean, hype beyond oh hype God, beyond hype.
3: Was, and Age oh of Ultron God, was
0: Too, right? Like Age of Ultron, it was Whedon's follow up to the Avengers. It was like, you know, Avengers' greatest superhero movie ever made, you know, all the, you know, Mm -hmm. box office success out the wazoo, you know, loved by everyone. And then they make Age of Ultron, and I think people felt like, I I don't think it's a bad movie, but you you just didn't get that feeling walking out of Age of Ultron like you had with the first Avengers movie. And I think
3: even Whedon couldn't, was not confident enough to handle doing that second movie yeah
0: and so then you have and now you have the Russos right like they make they make Winter Soldier they make Civil mm-hmm. War so it's like okay are they going to be able to you know basically three-peat on this like are they going to be able to to kind of bring it and for them to pull it off as well as they have and for the movie to be the success that it is I think that's um, that that's a testament to just how what kind of a quality team that between those two directors and those two writers and you bring them to, and of course the cast I mean you can't count out um, you know the, the cast, but you mm-hmm. know to to bring together to make the kind of movie that they made was was exceptional. Yeah.
3: I think it, I think it helps that it's two of them. I, I think that's a, I, absolutely well, that's a formula. It, I think it really helps them.
0: It's too. it's funny. I I think I might have mentioned this before, but if you haven't listened to the commentary on Civil War, the Russos do commentary on Civil War, and Marcus mm-hmm. and McFeely. It's it's both Russos and Marcus and McFeely. It's all four of them on the commentary track, and. One of the things about the Russos is – and that really struck me when I saw uh, uh, Winter Soldier was the fact that it's like these guys had done like Community and yeah. um, Arrested Development. Like it, comedy television is, is what they did and to mm-hmm. pull together such an action movie. But you go back and listen to that Civil War commentary and they actually had um, – I, I think it was both, at least one of them, but I think both of them. They had Chad Stahulski and David Litch who were the directors of John Wick. They actually directed the, the the Nick Fury car chase scene. They directed all that. They were like first unit directors or second unit directors. Ah, okay. They did all that. And uh-huh. then the same thing in Civil War, either one or both, I can't remember. They did the, the tunnel chase with the Black Panther and, and um, <clears> the Winter <throat> Soldier on the motorcycle and, and all that right after they broke out of the the UN thing. That oh, was okay. there.
3: So, oh, yeah, so, do so what you know, like get, they handle the stuff that they can do and exactly. They do best and let someone come in and do the, the action sequence. Says a lot about them that they
2: would give up part of their movie yeah. to somebody yeah. else.
0: Yeah. yeah. to basically say, look, we need this talent to come in and do this specific thing right. because they're going to ex- like we have the vision for what we want it to be, they have the right. skill to execute it. And so, you know, again,
3: you know, that's, check that's your ego at the door move. kind of thing. Right, that's a smart move. Cause I get that. Again, that's probably what what makes their run of movies like so. I think, in my opinion, so good, so yeah. strong. Agreed. Because they, cause they don't have the issue like they, whether you love them or not, they you have never heard anyone complain and say it's it's too jokey in the Russo movies or there's not enough jokes. I think they do a right amount of of both you know having the levity and and having the drama and and pushing the characters forward right for the next absolutely for the next adventure like you know as well as the all the other movies have been successful guardians exactly but even people that love guardians can say it's a little with the jokes like it's heavy with 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 the comedy but But you don't go ahead
0: No, no, go ahead, finish it. it. Well, I'm
3: just saying, even with that and Thor Ragnarok, same thing. Like, you you love it, but the people that loved it are saying it's really heavy with the comedy. Like, you don't really feel the weight of what happened to Thor and these people till you get to Avengers 3.
0: Yeah, and you look at, even from the actor's perspective, right? Like, Chris Evans, we talked about this before, too. Like, Mm -hmm. Evans in the beginning was just like... He wanted to kind of stay in the background. He was very like, eh, you know, yeah, it's... Let Tony do it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah." You know, and to see him now, like, on press junkets and going to cons and doing Mm -hmm. other things and really talking up, like, what this role's meant to him, you know, and I mean, maybe Marvel PR or Disney PR came and said, like, hey, man, you need to step it up because you're, you know, you're, you know, your lack of enthusiasm may be showing through.
3: But oh, you I know think, what happened? We talked about this. Remember, remember, our our uh, Robbie Daddy Jr. gave him a pep talk. Remember this?
0: Yeah, but but it has to be more than that. Like, right? Yeah, I mean, he could give him a pep talk and whatever. But I think the way the Russos have kind of pushed his character and pushed the like you're saying, Daryl's mm-hmm. development, and yeah. the character. Yeah. I think he's even come around to the fact that like hey th- this is something special like working with these actors working with these directors and writers mm-hmm. is is a is a unique experience and his level of excitement seems to have increased you know in the last few movies as opposed to you know kind of kind of decreasing. And, and even Robert Downey Jr, right? Like once right. he read this the script for Civil War and and the you know when feige talked to him about what they wanted to do he mm-hmm. was like i'm all in like i want in i you know yeah that I don't whole want thing of it part.
3: Uh, yeah of tying that in with his parents with with yeah. Pucky, i mean that that was a strong that was a strong disagreement like that i mean yeah. that's something where a friendship can can be destroyed from so you can understand was, you can understand yeah. that
0: so the t- you know, again, to kind of just get back to the team, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's it shows, you know, what, what kind yeah. of a group yeah. they are. But it's funny though, the, the movie, I mean, to talk a little bit about the numbers, like so this is like fourth weekend out, it's sitting like box office mojo has it after this this current weekend, which is May twentieth. Um, the worldwide total being one point eight billion. The domestic is sitting at five ninety five and the foreign is one point two billion. I really thought this was going to fall somewhere between like Black Panther and the first Avengers movie. Like I did not see this passing up both of those. Like I I I didn't see it getting quite to two billion. I really thought it would hit like one four, one five, and then I think it, I th- I really thought it would just kind of fizzle out.
3: I um, did because I thought they, everything was pushed to this moment. Like it, it was everything was like you have to see the. You have to see this movie to get the continuation of what's what's happened in all the other movies. Like it, it was, I mean, it was so like it, it was just a mantra of this sure. is it, you know, this is it. We've been everything we've been doing has been leading up to this to this final film. You know, it,
0: it makes it interesting for me to see what Avengers Four is going to do because I guarantee you they're going to totally play up the whole. This is the last time the band is going to be oh, together. You like, know it. This is it. It all you ends here. You know it. And things will never be the same. <laughs> you you know, know it. You won't man. believe what you know. Every every type of cliche you can mm-hmm. pull, they're going to pull for this fourth movie. Um,
3: and I wonder if they're going to be like funerals for people. Or are they going to yeah. do, do like you know like the tour of we got to tell people that you know who dead died, you know, the, the people they fought with, they have to go back and tell them that they're gone or are they going to get right back into, we have to look for these stones now
0: so what do you think, do you guys think there'll be a time jump like maybe this will be like six months later three months later, or do you think this is going to be like immediately, like this is going to pick up immediately after the
3: I think there will be a time jump and then a time jump back
2: Interesting. I I don't think there will be a time jump. I think it'll pick up, much like you mentioned, how this movie basically picks up directly after Thor Ragnarok. I would imagine that Avengers four would pick up right, you know, with Cap and and uh, Nat and Bruce in that Wakandan jungle, going, "Okay, now what?"
0: See, I think I think we're going to see a jump. I think maybe. Maybe multiple years, even, of, like, them dealing with the fact that, like, the world has gone to hell. And
3: and they've got to get that message from Strange. Like, now you have to go out and eat. this is what you have to do. Like, to go find these... Somehow, someone's got to tell them they have to go out and find these gems again. Yeah. Because I don't... I'm,
0: yeah. I'm really curious to see if they
2: like there ain't no not even in the be gems surprised cuz they're all they're all still in the gauntlet with thanos
3: yeah but he's got but he leaves again like he goes somewhere to sit down and and have his little look into the sun right
0: i think he goes to gamora's home world i think that's where i thought so right so i think that's the imp- implication is that's where he went
3: yeah but, so he some <clears> the, the the gems are out there with him yeah
0: it'd be interesting i i just to me i think they're going to be like a jump so that we could see that they've been dealing with the consequences of what mm-hmm. this world looks like and not just pick up immediately. Thereafter. Right. But I'll be, I,
3: and no. I don't know because they might, because remember they have changed things from the comics. They might make it though, that when he disappears that the gems separate or something or they run out of juice for a certain amount of time, or whatever. I don't know. Like they might change the rules of how these gems are work. We know that they don't. That you could just keep using them as much as you want to,
2: right? But do I think don't think they'll they, keep it
3: that way. Hmm?
2: Do you think whenever they reverse the effects of Thanos's finger snap, that they'll go back and say, "Oh, well, hang on, we got to go somehow get Gamora back from the dead." we got to go maybe we can try to save Heimdall too cuz he was my buddy you know cuz there was a lot of people that died before the right. snap of the fingers
3: i think i don't know but i think they would do it i think they'll do it before he cuts the world in half i mean cuts the universe in half
0: i think if they <clears throat> So I think those guys. I don't think they're going to reverse all that. I think if Gamora comes back, I think it'll be that maybe the thing in the third Guardians movie, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. motivation is to get to maybe they they get the Soul Gem from right. whatever's left of Thanos, and that's their mission in the third Guardians movie. But I think if they undo this, if they find a way to use time travel or whatever to right. undo what's been done, I think there's going to be a cost. I think at that point somebody has to die like significantly. And I think it's either going to be Steve or Tony.
3: Do um, you think though, that they're going to go the route of making Thanos part, have to team, make them have to team up with Thanos to, to, to fix it.
2: No, no, no. Cause Thanos wouldn't do that.
3: Well, he did. He, in he, the comics, did, he, did. he does. Yeah, but this ain't the out comics. of necessity. Yeah. But I'm saying, but they have used things from the comics as they need to, and if yeah, they, one of the
2: one
0: of the theories I hear is Nebula, because she's such a loose cannon, mm-hmm. actually gets a hold of the gauntlet slash stones and starts wreaking havoc, and basically they have to team up with Thanos to stop her, right? Like because she's a bigger because a bigger they, threat do,
3: than they do they do do a job of trying to not redeem Thanos, but give him give him some type of uh emotional beat you know emotional uh there's something behind things, the reason why he did it and if they could fix it so that there is something worse that happens to the universe because of what he did and it doesn't get better by cutting the world in half i could see them using thanos to have to fix what he did anyway, have to fix it again, you know, fix yeah, it, get yeah. the gems back. I can see them doing that and the, not to, and he'll not be a hero. He's never going to be a, a good guy, be a redeemed hero, but I can see them playing on that, on that story of Thanos has to help, you know, like work with the heroes to stop whatever, something worse from happening. Can you
2: imagine being one of these actors in this movies? They've already finished, you know, filming the second one. And they see people like us on the internet or they hear us on a podcast with all these theories and ideas and stuff. Do you think it drives them insane that they can't <laughs> chime in and say, This is what happens?
3: Or, oh, I'm sure. Guys are so they slip, off. They slip yeah. all the time. There's a yeah. couple of but them I think, slip little things here and there.
0: But I think there's very few that actually know, right?
3: Like, Yeah, I mean, they don't even tell. I mean, them the just whole like story. with Infinity
0: War, like Tom yeah. Holland said. Like I only knew my lines. Like, right. I never got a full script. I never knew, you know, what was what was going Just on. Just
3: because of things um, like this.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> same thing with Ruffalo. He said
3: the same thing. Because, like, I didn't Cuz actors yeah. slip you know, like you have in Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas, you know, yeah. and your family's going to ask you something. they you know, somebody's going to say something to you if you know too much.
0: I think Evans, I mean, obviously I think I think uh Josh Brolin probably got a full script just because he, I mean, he, he is the, you know, the movie right. Right, from start to finish. But I think Evans and Downey Jr. probably got a hold of, just because of their clout, probably get a full script.
3: Well, I think they but told think them the, the whole, them, I think they told them the whole deal. Like, this yeah. is what's going to happen yeah. in the first part and this is what's going to happen in the second part. I think they did tell them, like, that whole thing. Like, this and is your art. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They get to know what they need to
3: know and right. like, that's it. Like, right.
0: So.
2: Yeah, some of that.
3: Yeah, especially Mark Ruffalo. He can't keep a secret for nothing. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) And if you think about it, I mean, our heroes were pretty much separated throughout the whole movie. There were like two, basically two groups of them that didn't interact with the others. So, you know, they. It makes sense for, for Tony and Benedict and for Tom Holland to not know what. Chris and Scarlet and all the mother guys are doing right. Yeah. Yep.
0: It was good. I mean, I was, I was, I think for once my expectations. I think the movie outweighed my expectations, and I tried to ch- keep them in check because <clears throat> I think after, I mean, honestly, after Age of Ultron and my expectations being so high for the follow-up, and they kind of fell short of that, I was really kind of trying to keep my My excitement meter in check for this one, but I walked out of there and I just felt Uh like I'd been on a roller coaster for two and a Uh half hours. I mean, the movie, I will say this you cannot, you you know, you could talk about Civil War and say, eh, there's some pacing issues, you know, it was a little too long and there were some stretches where things were a little slow. This movie was a roller coaster ride from start to finish. Like, you don't have time to catch your breath in this this movie. You don't have time to go to the
2: bathroom either.
3: Exactly. Uh, I was not. I mean, I I I tried as best as I could to stay away from all the hype because it just overhyped this thing so much. Like, so I just tried to stay away from it at all. Like, I didn't, you know, none of the interview stuff they did, none of the, you know, little videos, vignettes, and all that kind of stuff. I think it was better for me to do it that way because I didn't really expect anything except that Thanos would win the first half that's the only thing i expected and that's because of the comic that's the only reason yeah, that's just, the only reason why i thought yeah. that
0: what did you uh what did you guys think of tony's armor in this one
3: i loved it i thought they did a good job with the nano stuff i i thought that they uh, the upgrade to the nanotech was 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 pretty great like, i
2: thought it was, it was pretty cool i mean i think it was you had to kind of suspend some disbelief, obviously, for some mm-hmm. of that stuff to work. I mean, like a lot of times, see like those things that come out of his back. And if like, so he's got like wings, they're not wings, but they're firing on the um, on the bad guys. Thanos bad guys. And mm-hmm. uh, Bruce goes, wow, where did you get those? You know, like a lot of it seemed like a lot of the stuff this suit would do. Like when he goes, Hey Friday, give me some juice and his two feet kind of meld into one. It's like yeah. where where's all the mass that he is he where's he carrying all this mass that's required oh, yeah. to make yeah. these things yeah. with his suit. So Yeah, when of they got any to any the, the
3: extremist th- part. Yeah, it reminds me of that when they got to the extremist armor, he could pretty much do anything yes. with that armor.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I think in the context of this movie it's fine because obviously you need to ramp up your power level and he's gotta yeah. you know, he needs he needs something that's going to be formidable. I love the armor stuff. bro.
3: I just love it. Like I got. I've always yeah, been a fan cool. of, of the comics. I've always, since he was using skates <laughs> on his armor. Like I've, I've been a fan of, of, like when he loses a fight, he goes and rebuilds and, and, and you know, builds another, another suit. There's one
2: He's the one character
0: that can continuously revamp his his costume yeah. for lack of a better yeah. term and it and it always be cool. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean sometimes well, I it's it a little horrible. hit or miss. We'll, yeah. But, we'll be a little, yeah. Little but I mean gorgeous. in general, you don't feel like you don't feel you know like, you know, they've tried different things with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. they tried different things with Captain America, they tried different things with other characters and it always seems like they end up back where they started. From, yeah. And with with Iron Man, they've able to to kind of keep it moving forward and keep
3: because because out of all the heroes, he's literally built. It's built into his story to always change up armor, yeah. so it's never you know like it's it's not a it's never a question. Like from from the first issue on, he has always had to make you know little little. uh, upgrades to his armor every time so it's it, it always worked for me and i know like the whole thing with the nanotech it's like it doesn't make sense that he's able to do all that stuff in nanotech it made more sense to to call it from the satellite and have it attach itself to his body um yeah but it just was so cool it just it, it just was, cool. was so cool though
2: my favorite bit with his armor was at the beginning before like the first time we saw him suit up he was wearing glasses That was Mm -hmm. when he walks out in the street in front of Stranger's Place. He pulls his glasses off, and he's holding them, I believe, in his right hand. And he starts suiting up extremist-wise, and the glasses just kind of disappear or kind of fold into whatever armor he's got going around his hand. It was a really nice touch. It was a really nice touch.
3: That goes with the armor argument with with Pepper of everything now with you is this armor, like to the point where your wardrobe is made out of this nano stuff. Yeah. And when yeah. you should be wearing suits, you're wearing, you know, freaking nanotech suits, even for your regular clothes, because you're, you're always waiting for something bad to happen. Like, I like that yeah. arc too. Like, I like that, that situation with him has, it's, it's been that way from, from jump. Like after he experienced that, that whole thing. And, and, uh, and Avengers, like he has never been the same, right? He's always been reactionary to, to to this big threat that he doesn't even know is coming.
1: Yeah,
0: I like the bit too with um where they took it again, took it back to Civil War when when they get back on the Quinjet, uh, capping them, and they're like, well, you know, where are we going? And he goes home. And then they go back to Avengers' headquarters, and Rhodey's, mm-hmm. there, and he's talking to Ross, and, and Ro you can tell Rhodey's like, okay, like it's all hitting the fan now. Like I don't really care, you know, uh, you know, Thunderbolt Ross, what you what you think, or the government thinks, or anybody thinks. Like this is beyond that. Like we're beyond like um, Sokovia Accords. We're beyond the UN. Like this is like end of the world level stuff. Right. So I'm gonna use the people that I know. Are going to be able to do something about it, and to hell with all the yeah. rest of it. Um, so I thought that was cool that they actually brought in again another character, you know, that they they brought into this movie for just even a small mm-hmm. part, but again to keep the continuity and to keep you know the fact that this this thing is still out there and they haven't forgotten right. about
3: it. And I'm glad, I like, I'm glad, Rhodey. I hated Rhodey being on the other side like so fast. Yeah, I hate yeah. you know that I, I really I, I really hated that, but I like how he realized now exactly the thing that Cap had said. Like when they don't, you know, like when you have to ask to save the world, it's ridiculous, yeah, yeah. right? Like you, you can't.
0: Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. We can't you wait. Can't, you can't wait, wait for this for, for a bunch of bureaucrats to yeah. get together
2: and say yes, you should do this. Yeah, I think so. it says. I think it says a lot about the quality of these films and the filmmakers that they can get. Actors to come back and just film something so small, like you know, that's only going to take them one day. You know, they had uh, who plays Ross? I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, yeah, William Hurt. They had William Hurt. They had Heimdall come back just for that one day. They had um, Volstagg come come back just for the just for the one day. Yeah, Benicio. I mean, obviously, these people care a lot about these characters, and then just. They have enough respect for these movies and the stories being told, and the people that make these movies to come back and do that for one day. I think it's pretty awesome.
3: And, and I mean, it's it popular. I mean, it's 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 not hard to to come back to pay you as much as they pay you for a movie that's popular. Like it's a quick, you know, he did Star Wars, you did that. It's like a quick, a quick thing. Plus, the guy that Ross, the one that plays uh, uh, Ross, he he enjoyed doing these types. Like he likes doing uh these type of movies like being the especially being the heavy he loves being the heavy and because he, i i've heard him talk yeah. about it like he loves you know he likes being the uh you know being that that kind of character that's that's the shit kicker or the trouble stirrer. like he kind of it's fun it's it's fun make believe for a minute for these kind of films it, it's easy when these films make this much money to do it yeah Like it costs you, you lose lose nothing. You know, unless you're angry about wearing a mask and you are that guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it. Yeah, Uh, Yeah,
0: stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to when it gets released on video. I want to see like some of the behind the scenes stuff and you know some of the interview things. And I'm hoping the Russo, I hope the Russos and Marcus and McFeely do another commentary because I think that'd be fascinating. To just hear them talk about, yeah, so-and-so was on set for three mm-hmm. days, and we had to do this, or you know, the fact that... Because it's funny, because Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch, they never filmed any yeah. scenes together. They did... You know, the timing wasn't worked out right, so they, you know, when Peter was talking to Strange, he was actually talking to somebody. Oh, that's crazy.
2: I didn't know that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Huh. So...
0: So I'm sure there'll be a lot of really cool insights. I, I just... I find that stuff fascinating. I just... I like the
2: you know the how it's made. You know, part four's going to be here so, so. before we know it because we all know how soon Christmas gets here. Every time Christmas shows yeah. up, we're like, "Didn't we just do this?" Oh and, then, and then and well. then it's only 5 months later. Well, I, we got to we got to just talk real quick about the tag at the very end of Captain Marvel. Just yes. goosebump yes. material for me. I'm super super stoked to see that. <laughs>
3: no, my, my date was like, "What?"
2: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure most people were.
3: Yeah, and that, that I
2: think was that's... such
3: a yeah. That that scene. I said. I said. Okay, you're going to see a scene that is only for us comic book people. It is. It is I'll explain it to you after we see it. And yeah. and that's
0: what was cool though is I don't know if you guys picked mm-hmm. this up too, but it felt like a Tarantino kind of style to that tag, where first we just heard. And then we see, but the view is from from like the back seat. It just felt like it was, like again, like almost like we're <laughs> watching the beginning of Pulp <laughs> Fiction, where it's like it just it just felt like it was filmed that way. And then of course everything right. goes, to, goes to hell. And I I thought it was cool to see Maria Hill and um and Nick Fury back to back. Yeah, to her, I so. I want
3: more of Maria Hill and and, yeah. and sure he had the patch always. So it
0: it it just. I'm curious to see like what because the last we saw of Maria, she was working right. for Stark. But um, but
3: on the but on the DL, they kind of knew that she's still working for Fury, even even though she's working for Stark.
0: Sure. Yeah. So always. Yeah. Dude, exactly. A spy. Always a spy. You know. Uh, but yeah, that was cool. And then the pager, to see, <laughs> and they almost got him to drop an F bomb, which is something I think everybody's wanting <laughs> wanting to see since the since the beginning. It's like you have Samuel L. Jackson, you got to have him. He's gotta he's gotta find a way to fit it in. Right
2: as he was fading uh, away. So that was funny.
0: <coughs> yeah. But that pager was cool. Like that was I did not expect that as the oh, final scene. It's so nineties
2: like, so too, that pager. Oh, that know? is so nineties. Yeah. Which yes. is perfect because that's when Captain Marvel takes place. So I think When it's it's funny
0: too, because like we've seen her in the blue costume, the blue and the green, and that had the red and the blue yeah. and the gold mm-hmm. blue on the on the thing. So I'm really curious to see how that spins into all of this. I'm, uh, you know, how, how they work her. I mean, obviously for them to drop that at the end of, of this, she, she must have some sort of significant part in the, the for sure.
3: Like, is she still in space?
0: And they haven't done pickups yet. I mean, they, they do. I think they do have one. I think they said that there's one more set of, um, what are the, you know, pickup shots or something like Principal to photography is done, but they have to do their, their Mm. reshoots or whatever. I think they still are doing for like two weeks or 10 days or something like that, um, coming up. So I wonder if, if that's, you know, if, if, if how that works into it. So, Mm. but yeah, good stuff. I see. Cool. Well, do you guys have any, anything else you want to add to it? When does, uh... uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp come out. July, early July. Like not July 4th, but I think okay. the weekend after July the 4th. I think it's uh July 13th. And then we I don't think.
2: get anything till Cap Captain Marvel, right?
0: Right. Yeah, and that's uh yeah, March, I think. This is going to be a long wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be weird. There's no Marvel on yeah. the slate for this fall. No Star Wars. No or no Disney. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, there is Disney, but Disney always has something. But there's no there's no Marvel or Star Wars movie this
2: this winter. So pretty crazy. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we get older, though, time goes by faster, so we won't have to wait that long. We will not. We will not.
0: Well, cool. Um, I did get a couple pieces of feedback for this episode. I think we'll, when we get caught up, we'll talk about it next time. Because um, I think we uh, next episode for certain will be a catch-up episode. Um, so we'll get that uh, all taken care of then. But if you guys don't have anything else, I think... We'll, no, it was we'll good talking to you guys. You to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully your schedules will line up here Shortly, and there won't be as big of a break uh, next time as there was last time. So, because we, we'll talk the Agents of Shield uh, back half of the season, we'll talk some Jessica Jones season two, uh, and then just catch up on some news. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get something. In yeah,
3: here we got to talk about later. that season two of Inhumans that are coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ouch. What is oh yeah, I guess it's worth talking. You know, a- Agents of Shield is getting a season six, so. Um, it'll be next summer, 13 episodes. So we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, and stay tuned to the feed. We will be back soon with uh, some more It's All Connected.